Welcome to Hacking the Hustle. This is your host, Benjamin Sklar, and today's special guest is Sky Ostriker, the host of Political Personalities with Sky. How are you doing, Sky? I'm doing great, Benji. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. For those listening, Sky works for City and State, which is a publication, and her role is elevating the work of our elected officials in a nonpartisan way because we pay taxes for them to help us. Let's get to know them better behind the scenes. I read that off your LinkedIn. How does that, how, how'd that yeah. go? Yeah, that's what it's all about, you know, especially for young people. It's hard to get engaged in politics when you turn on the news and you hear the right versus the left. And a lot of people just sit out, whether you're young or you're old. So my goal is to talk to political people about who they actually are, because that's how we get to know each other, by bonding over regular everyday life hobbies, family, that kind of stuff. So Love that's it. what I talk to them about. So that they seem more human that way. What's something that you think most people don't understand about politicians that you do thanks to all the conversations that you've had with them? Well, it's the same thing, I guess, what people say about celebrities, right? They're just like us, like they're everyday people. And I think people get caught up, especially in politics, whether someone's a Democrat or a Republican and the conversation ends there as opposed to, finding similarities on the issues, right? We're in this culture where everything's so partisan and we're taught to go one way or the other when at the end of the day, these people are in office because we elected them and they're supposed to get along in order to get things done to move the state, the city, the country forward. So we have to meet somewhere in the middle. What do you think is the biggest problem in today's world dividing us? I think social media really takes a big role in that, right? Like even I've gotten feedback from my podcast that it's not as big as it could be because I don't say crazy things mm -hmm. and the other hosts out there that are saying really crazy things, you know, they're the ones that have been going viral for having these opinions when that's not helpful. Mm -hmm. That's such an interesting point. You said that I've also thought about being polarizing because when you're polarizing, it attracts attention. It but, does. but it also causes issues by creating a whole camp of people that don't like you. Yeah. The two sided sword. I know. I mean, when we think of politics, I think two of the most famous politicians out there right now are Trump and AOC. Right. They're two very polarizing figures, but they have armies of supporters and armies of haters. And it's not helpful. So what do you think people would learn by listening to your podcast? Well, they'll see I hope that people can watch and then they'll be intrigued. Like, for example, there's a state senator who's in Queens, John Liu, and he's a pilot. So when I found that out, I said, take me on your plane. So I met him at Republic Airport in Islip, and he taught me that he volunteers for the Civil Air Patrol and he teaches people how to fly planes and took me up in a propeller plane. And we had some casual conversation about who he was and he was the controller of New York City and represents Queens and about his family abroad. And we were up in the plane while we did it. And for anyone like who's into aviation or who thinks that's interesting, maybe that would cause them to look further into John Liu and be like, wow, he's an interesting guy. This is cool. And he teaches flight school and gee, now I want to get to know him a little bit better. Mm -hmm. That's what I hope. Or someone who even is in the state assembly, Mike Durso, also from Long Island on the South Shore. I found out he spent 10 years before he was elected. He was a garbage man 
in the town of Oyster Bay on Long Island. He was a garbage man. So when I found that out, I said to him, hey, take me to your old place of work. So I met him at four o'clock in the morning at the sanitation department in the town of Oyster Bay. And he gave me the full outfit. I put it on and I rode on the back of the truck, like hanging off the back of the truck wow. and collected garbage with him. So it's just, and then he has perspective also about the environment and about landfills. So these are things that come up now that he is an elected official representing a community with knowledge, having been a garbage man. So that's interesting. Instead of being like, he's Republican, this is how he feels about this issue. It's just another way to get to know someone. Yeah. If you were to run for politics, what issues would you want to be fighting for? Well, you know what? When I when people ask me this, I say I would run with no agenda. I would just say, what do you want? What do you need, community? And I think just from having existed and I live in Manhattan and I see what's happening and I hear all sides of every issue, mental health is really where everything comes down to. And I don't think anyone's really championing mental health in the way that we should be. It's at the root of domestic violence, crime, addiction, homelessness. It's really mental health issues. The prison's wow. exploding, the hospital's exploding. It comes down to mental health. So that would be sort of my number one thing because I feel that that's the root of all the issues, but then I would open it up to the community and make it my duty to meet with everyone and talk to them about what they need, what services they need, what can we change on the city, state, federal, county, town level. Mm -hmm. On your point of mental health, my wife, Barry, who's your childhood friend who yes. connected us, yes. she's a therapist. Yes. And so I've learned about mental health and it all comes back to parenting. Yeah. So if we really wanted to tackle mental health, we would tackle parents and how they raise their children. Uh-huh. And that's very difficult. Yeah. So we got to bypass the parents and we got to get mental health counselors and therapists like Barry in schools to start working with these kids at a young age so that they grow up to be contributing members of society. I love that. Yeah. So I know you're talking on Tuesday at Stony Brook University to a group of students, an audience, what do you hope to get across? What's your message to them? Yeah, so it's been great. So I've been lucky to have this career that now it's in media, but it wasn't that way. I actually went to college to study medicine. I got a full scholarship to University of Miami to study medicine. And I decided not to go that route. So I came home from college. I graduated a year early. I lived at home on Long Island. I went to Stony Brook University and I got my master's in public health thinking I'd do sort of something medicine adjacent. And it turned into a second master's in public policy. And it was from there that my career took off in politics sort of by accident, having worked on a bunch of different political campaigns at two different lobbying shops. I worked on the Mike Bloomberg presidential campaign, which ended, and then a week later was the pandemic. So all of a sudden I had no job and I was locked inside. So that's when I started doing interviews. I reached out to everyone in my phone, a lot of different elected officials and community leaders in March and April of 2020. And I started talking to them about what the hell is going on, you guys? How does it impact your office, your business, your staff, the way that you conduct life? And then I had 70 episodes in just two months. So I pitched that out to media companies and I, I'm working with my third media company now. And it's all about just showing up. And that's my logo. That's actually, this is not a fake background. This is my apartment. And that's my logo. And that is four feet by four feet. And it's on my wall. And it's, you know, hacking the hustle, fake it till you make it. All these little sayings are true. I run around with this microphone prop. This is a fake microphone 
plastic microphone. And I ordered this online. This is called a mic flag. And when I show up places and whip this microphone out of my handbag, all of a sudden, all eyes on me, right? I'm media and I'm here to do interviews. So, <laughs> so when I talk to kids and I've spoken back at my high school, West Hampton Beach High School, and then the same business teacher, Amy Demchek, is involved in this group where they're putting this on on October 18th at Stony Brook University and six high schools are coming and I'm speaking to six different high school groups of kids. And I'm going to, you know, I bring my prop and I tell them, you got to show up. That's what, that's what life is about. It's about hustling, showing up, keeping yourself busy and fake it till you make it. And even these earrings I'm wearing, Benji, these are my signature earrings. And they're because I did so many Zoom interviews during the pandemic with people who were running for office, who couldn't get out there and meet community members. How is anyone supposed to run for office when we're all locked inside? So I interviewed them all on Zoom. I did 450 Zoom interviews wearing these earrings. I didn't mean to wear the same earrings the whole time, but that's just sort of what happened. So these are now known as my signature earrings. And I sell them for $25 a pair. You can have a pair of my signature earrings. Wow, incredible. Where can I buy them? On my Instagram, which is the political personality. That's my Instagram handle. Amazing. Are what your you ears pierced, Benji? No, they're not, unfortunately. We'll have to loop her in. What do you think is the character traits that make someone good at interviewing people? I think like I've always been a people person, but you got to be curious, right? It's like having a conversation with anyone you meet for the first time. Like, do you jive? You know, what do you ask about? You learn a little bit about where they're from. Like, I like, I feel like it helps set the scene of someone as a human when you find out where they're from, what their family life is like, where they went to school, what their jobs have been. And then you can sort of get a fuller picture in your mind, what hobbies they're into. And that's the way I approach it with these elected officials. As I'm saying it, I'm beginning to smile because I feel that it helps you understand someone when you learn these different like context clues of how they were raised, right? Back to parenting, mental health, learning how someone was raised and, and what they're into, what they're passionate about, what makes them smile when they talk to hear about their interests. And it helps during an interview. And then also the person you're talking to and asking these questions to, they like talking about themselves. So then they feel that they can open up to you. So then they explain maybe some personal details or intimate details that maybe they hadn't shared in the past when they're just hounded with, you know, a list of questions as opposed to more flowing conversation. It helps people connect. So many people we know are not like that. They're not curious. They actually avoid meeting strangers and talking to people. But I think you and I are similar in that we generally are curious and learning about other people. What do you th where do you think that curiosity comes from? This special skill, this talent, this character trait that enables us to just ask questions after questions after questions with authenticity. Well, I mean, maybe it does go back to parenting and how we were raised. You know, I disagree. I don't think it does. You don't think so? I think it's just a DNA trait. I think it's just a DNA trait. Some people are curious and see other people as stories, your, your own book. And I look forward to reading that individual's book and their past and their perception. And some people could care less. And like uh, talking to strangers, is their, the, they, that's the last thing they want to do. But to me, like I would say my superpower is walking into a room and introducing myself to every stranger, asking their name, their story, 
Like that's what I love to do most. Yeah. That's why I do this podcast because it enables me to con- just continue doing that. Because as a lawyer, that's the opposite of the profession. So yeah, pretty dry. No, that's it's interesting that you say that's your superpower. Because I would say mine something similar that I I love. I love being in social settings. People are my oxygen. So I was especially, and we're extroverts. So extroverts were deprived of their oxygen during the pandemic, which is part of the reason why I started my interview series. It was like something to have on my calendar and be able to talk to people. But it's interesting. You think it's just a DNA trait. You don't think it's just, you know, nurture nature versus nurture. You think it's more nature. There's probably truth to both of them. Uh-huh. Sky, how can I and my community listening help you? That's a good question. You can be nice to me and give me compliments. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I think it's really about social media and tune in to what I'm doing and educate yourself. And if anyone ever has any questions, I'm always happy to help because that's the type of person I am. And a lot of women out there can be competitive, men too. But I think women sometimes are especially competitive, but I'm always open to help mentor Um be here as a resource. And where can we find you? Where can we watch your episodes with these politicians? Yes, I post a lot of them on Instagram, but the website is through city and state. So it's cityandstateny.com. And on the website, there's a button that says political personalities with sky and all the videos are there. There's about a hundred of them on that website. Um, And then there's, they're all over YouTube. If you just Google my name, Sky Ostriker. And it'll pop up and you'll see it. But I think if people want to tune in and, you know, if they like it, it's a lot of politics, but there's also a fashion element since when people meet me and they see like I'm fun and outgoing and I have some cool style, not to pat myself on the back, but, you know, that's what the people say. Um, It's just another way to bond with people. I think looking good is part of feeling good. And when I meet people, a lot of times they're surprised to hear that I'm well-educated and work in politics because they don't expect that. They expect the look and feel of someone different who has like a serious career and interacts with elected officials. But it's all about being yourself, being true to yourself and who you are. And people can tell when you're being genuine and authentic. Sky, are you single? Yes, I am. I am. You hear that, guys? (laughs) So before I let you go, I have a few questions I'd like to ask you. Yes. One, if there was one thing you could do to improve this world, what would you do and why? I think um, something with mental health. Really, with mental health. I like to think of it through the political lens that there is more I can do from an advocacy standpoint, but it's spreading love and kindness. hmm And how do you think you could do that? It's a good question. I try and do it every day, Mm -hmm. right? But I guess anyone could say they do it. They try and do it every day. I I used to post on social media these quotes that I found motivating and inspiring. And then someone told me recently, yo, I don't like your motivational quotes. So I stopped because this one person told me I should stop. But to me, I felt like that was my way of shedding, sharing the yeah. messages, these messages that I would want to put on a pedestal because I love them. 
Yeah. And I feel like that's just one way that people can share love and by sharing, smiling. And something I learned was when you meet someone, you want to, in your mind, share positive energy and let them know that you love them and you're not having negative thoughts and you don't have to say anything, but you're just in your mind and they can sense it. They can feel it. And that's what enables you to have a good relationship. No, it is true. I I like thinking like that. It helps you just be more positive as a person. If you think positively in your mind, it just, you know, smile for yourself and for your, for anyone who's watching. It's true. It makes you feel good to talk how you're talking. Yeah. And, and when you schedule these podcasts, do you reach out and send a zoom invite and is it, and you just do it on zoom like I am, or do you have a better version? Yeah. So during 2021, when I did the 450 Zoom interviews, that was for a different media company, Schneps Media, and they were all on Zoom and I did everything myself. But this year in 2022, working with this brand, Political Personalities with Sky Through City and State, it's been in person. So there's been about 100 in-person interviews. And that's the same thing, reaching out, speaking to the person directly or to someone on their team or a scheduler with these different electeds and then meeting them in person. And there's a lot that I've filmed right on my iPhone using a selfie stick, Mm -hmm. but I also work with a videographer who helps sometimes film and all the time edit the videos so that they get down to like between three and five minutes in person. Incredible. All right. So before you hop off, what's your lasting words? My lasting words are be kind, hustle, don't give up believe in yourself. And all these things really sound like cliches until you really do it. You know, like I created this out of nothing, fake it till you make it and, um, and be positive. Cause when also when you surround yourself with negative people, you find you're negative, you surround yourself with negative people. So you gotta, if you're into hacking the hustle, surround yourself with other people like you, people who think like you, like-minded individuals that will add to your creativity, especially now, a lot of people working from home, it's kind of isolating and people miss the collaborative environment. So it's important to have friends, family, colleagues, people that you even meet on Instagram. I've made a ton of friends on Instagram who are my you know, social media friends, but to surround yourself with like-minded people that are happy, and um, have a good outlook on life. Beautiful. Sky, I'm a big fan of yours. So is my family. You are an inspiration to all the entrepreneurial, motivated young people out there and all the women, I imagine, who look up to you. So thank you for hopping on the show today. And I'll see you soon. Thank you, Benji. And I hope you bring back the question of the day, by the way. Really? Why? Yeah, I really liked that. I liked opening my Instagram every day and hearing you say, the question of the day is... (laughs) Uh, Because of you right now, I'm going to bring it back. Thank you, Sky. Thank you. See ya.